0: Good evening and welcome to the franchise tag podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. Joined tonight by Johnny Bisbee and Gareth Smith. Lots to talk about. What a weekend of NFL we had. The wildcard weekend. It certainly was wild, guys, wasn't it? What a crazy few games we had, crazy weekend. Um I, I don't think all of our body clocks are quite used to it. Even though we get our NFL week on week, there's so much of it we can like leave it and take, you know, pick and choose what we watch. Whereas this weekend, you know, the weekends to come. There's just one game on, and it's so exciting. And sometimes, you know, our teams are going to be on a little later than others. Gareth has been getting practicing this weekend for his Philadelphia Eagles going up against the New York Giants. So, what what time? Is, what time in the morning is it starting? One
1: fifteen in the morning is when kickoff is. You're talking about half three, four, aren't you? Before eventually
0: all done. <laughs> if it goes to overtime, there'll be tears from me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got. I, I'm. I'm meeting Andrew and Adam this weekend, who are going to be coming down to London, and and we're meant to be doing some bits, and then going for some drinks and and that. But I don't know whether me and Andrew are going to have the sustainability to d- d- not drink that much, drink enough to have a good time, to sort of stay up. Like, I think it's going to be, we're going to have to sort of sync our clocks right. This, this. always oh, it's, oh, it's probably going to be him just sitting in my front room while I'm in bed, and I'll just hear. A little moan of cheer or a little moan of despair, I suppose, throughout the night. But, uh, Johnny, no Jets in this uh, playoffs this year, slimly missed out. But, I mean, some crazy games, right? I mean, some big plays, some big players, and some surprising results as well.
2: Yeah, like you said, it was uh, really served up to its name, being an absolute wild card of a weekend. Um, you know, being a Jets fan, watched a lot of Dolphins and Bills over the years, <laughs> and I'm not sure I've seen. A game quite like quite like that on, on, on Sunday. Um yeah, I, I think the all the games had a lot of excitement and while, you know, the there were periods of, you know, potentially the 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 Niners game, um the, the Ravens Bengals game, which, you know, you didn't know which way it was gonna go or um you know, sort of slowed down a little bit. I think um, you know, each game really served up to um to being a bit of a classic. So yeah, what a way to start the playoffs. I'm looking forward to this weekend as well.
0: By the way, there's so much more football to come with the Super Bowl coming, accumulating in Arizona. I've said it was Vegas a few times. It turns out it's Vegas next year. I keep getting it wrong. It's definitely in Arizona this year. It's in Phoenix, Arizona. State Farm Stadium, I'm going to say. I'm going to go for that one. Um, all in February. Lots of franchise tag NFL to come to you throughout the rest of the off season uh, so throughout the rest of the pal, sorry and the off season but we kick off with the games of uh, of of this weekend just gone the first game being the saturday game uh, the Seattle Seahawks losing out to the San Francisco 49ers 23 to 41 competitive game johnny but I, I think everyone called this really early from the start didn't they and and what performance by the 49ers just proving that both sides of the ball they're just they're just looking so good aren't they
2: yeah, I mean, you know, they've been my Super Bowl pick for the last month, month and a half. I think, you know, on both sides of the team, you you look at the names on on, on defense. You just have to, you know, Nick Bosa, um, the, the man is 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 just um, um, a superstar, and he only makes that that defense, and uh, he's got so many players around him on offense as well. Um, I mean, Brock Purdy deserves. An awful lot of credit for what he's done uh, since coming in um, to the team. Um, there have been a few question marks over his, um, you know, whether whether or not he it, it is all you know this this run is all down to um, to him. You know, a lot, obviously a lot of players are helping out around him, um, but I thought he played really well on 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 um, on the weekend. Um, he was one of our players of the week, um, and yeah, I think the, the the Niners are on such a great roll. Uh, what is it now? Ten wins. Um, in a row, um, yeah, I, I, it's going to be really, really difficult for, um, obviously, you know, Gareth Eagles are, you know, fighting neck and neck, um, mm-hmm. I think, in terms of the, the NFC rankings, but uh, yeah, it's going to be really hard to, to stop this this Niners team. Um, but yeah, Seattle gave it a, a great effort, um, you know, in the first half, they really made a game in it, and there were some points where you thought, wow, this this um you know gina smith um and dk play um making really good good plays um there was you know a bit of it where i thought um we could be in for a you know a really really exciting finish um but yeah the the niners um obviously came away but full credit to, to seattle as well it's been a great season for them um exceeded expectations and uh, yeah really looking forward to seeing them
0: next year Completely expe- uh, exceeded expectations. Of the Seattle Seahawks, obviously, get like uh, Johnny was saying, Gav, Your eyes really probably were focused on this game specifically, really, for the for being the field there for Eagles fan you are, because more than likely, oh well, it's been it's been my belief and a lot of probably NFL fans believe that the 49ers look sort of very solidified into going into the NFC Championship, and and no surprises with this win over Seattle. there.
1: Yeah, I think that when you look at what they've got, like both sides of the ball, as Johnny mentioned, they are dominant. Um the weapons that since the arrival of CMC, has there been a better mid-season trade for any team mm. to run because at that point they weren't they four at three when he took over? Mm. And look no. at them now. Um obviously Brock Purdy probably thinks the NFL's easy because he's not lost a game yet. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that at the end of the season, if he goes on to win the Super Bowl, he could be benched undefeated, <laughs> is an amazing thing that could happen. Um I think the interesting thing from them is that I think that they are probably the strongest side in the NFC. Um, mm. I know it's probably not what's something you expect here from an Eagles fan right now, but I think the, their offensive-defensive lines are top-notch. I think they're, the way they move the ball, the way they run the ball, It's it, it doesn't matter who you have back there, I don't think, quarterback-wise, in all honesty, they're... There's enough there. Even with just play mm. action and screens, you're going to move the ball a lot with CMC. Um, and as you mentioned, Joey Bosa is just... Uh, is uh, Sorry, Nick Bosa? One of the Bosa's. Nick Bosa. Yeah. <laughs> <Nick's> <laughs> Nick Bosa um, is an absolute tank. Um, Joey's the one who was the reason why his side lost to the Jags, to be fair. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like Nick Bosa, the way he plays... Like He is my defensive player of the year. There's yeah. no other player that I think deserves that title. And that performance and that second half, it was just so dominant of the second half that there was nothing they could get done. Seattle, it was like they went right. The halftime adjustments they made were insane to so literally yeah. neutralise them for practically the whole second half. Um, so yeah, they are looking mean and dangerous going into the divisional rounds. Poor Cowboys.
2: <laughs>
0: our commiserations are with the seattle seahawks who have really like joe said exceeded expectations congratulations to them for getting this far lots to build on for their future in seattle and uh it'll be really interesting to see them next year you mentioned joe boso we might as well move on to the la chargers jacksonville jaguars game a huge congratulations to our friend sam across the pond huge Jags fan loves to have a comment on our main show as well she was there with her dad said she believed the whole way through well, I got to half time and I certainly didn't believe it the whole way through. <laughs> Gareth, I mean, the charge, it, the charge of winning, what, 28 to 7 at to half so, uh, time? 20, 20 to 7, was it at half 27 to 27 to 7, I think it was at half time. 20, 27 to 7 at half They got three
1: points in the whole second half.
0: A tremendous collapse, but you've got to give credit where credit due is to the Jags. This team, the last what, since week seven, week eight? They've just found a way to win. They have really shown... I mean, shame they couldn't have done it in London when they were here, because we all thought they were going to beat the Denver Broncos. And it feels like that was really a bit of a precipice to to the Trevor Lawrence's progression and how Jack, good Jacks have been in the last... in the last uh, about the latter half of the season.
1: It's Doug Peterson for me. Uh, I know hmm. being an Eagles fan, I'm biased towards Doug Peterson anyway. Uh, when we fired him, I was like, annoyed because Mm. he's the guy who has a statue outside our stadium he's a quarterback whisperer he makes any quarterback that he has better um look how he turned not only Carson Wentz into being elite but then the a certain Nick Foles then also went on to Mm. be a Super Bowl MVP he just seems to have that calm and influence when at halftime that team must have been down and out mentally. They must have mm. been thinking, we are done. So what he did mm. in that changing room at half-time to turn that whole thing around is just incredible. He was my coach of the year going into this. He's still mm-hmm. my coach of the year now. Um, and you think that the mess that he inherited in Jacksonville from the whole Urban Meyer um, and how he literally had a quarterback that everyone was thinking was a bust. No yeah. one thinks... Trevor Lawrence is a bus now. Um, and if mm. they do, there's something not quite right about them because the way he's playing um, and just the difference between one half to the other. I don't think we've seen a half like that. A game changed so much over the maybe the Colts versus the Vikings game.
2: Mm. I think
1: that's the only other time this year you've seen a game which has literally been a tale of two halves like that where mm. just that whole second half was just insane how the Jags went on a run. And... You can also almost see why didn't the Chargers fire their offensive coordinator today? Um, you almost I had not read that, far. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen he's been fired yeah. today.
2: Yeah. Um, body, yeah, he's
1: and And he also puts questions on, I think, Herbert for me. The fact that mm. if he went down the field once and got a touchdown, you'd probably find that game was over. Yeah. Mm. All they had to do was probably score one touchdown that whole second half, and they failed. And it seemed right down to when they went for the the two took the extra the two points instead of just the extra point. Mm. If that doesn't speak of Doug Pier- P- Peterson, nothing does. I don't think mm. there is many coaches more aggressive than mm. him. He didn't want the overtime; he wanted the win there and then, and he got it. So, fair play, uh, massive respect for Jacksonville, and
0: they're an exciting team moving forward. I mean, Johnny, uh, I have to ask the question. And I do feel bad for Jags fans saying this, but is it a Jags win or a Chargers loss? Because the, the Chargers were in such a prime position to win this game. And there was a narrative before this game, and there's been a narrative about Justin Herbert all season. There is the social, whole social media quarterback thing, that he's a highlight reel, doesn't win the big games. I mean, choking, choking charges. Uh, that's what people have said, is charges choke in big games. I mean, I'm sort of airing on the side of. And It's not a big game. I can remember the Chargers winning. Really, I've, I've seen them be competitive in a lot of games. But is, is this a Jags win or a Chargers loss?
2: Uh, I, th- I, th- I think I do think it's a bit of both. I think as, mo- mm. as 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 bad as the Chargers were in the second half. On the flip side, you know, they they dominated the first half, and and, and uh, you know their their defense was able to well particularly um, Samuel Junior, you know, his, his three interceptions on, on Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, helped to put, put them in a position where they looked dead certain to go and mm-hmm. win the game. Um, and, you know, on the flip side, um, we got the full Trevor Lawrence experience um, on um, on Saturday. Um, I think, you know, as, as good as he's been, um, of the last month or so he has been very inconsistent i think during his his, his short nfl career but you know he he has been looking very um, um sort of stable and obviously they've had such a great run um but you know so going back to that was was um you know it was difficult to see but um but yeah going back to the charges i think the narrative around them being you know <clears throat> Almost bottlers in terms of mm-hmm. you know, the, the roster that they have, the the, the players that they've built. Um, I think man for man, they they do have one of you know one of the best um, t- teams. You know, people who you can name um, on both sides of the of, of the yeah. of, of the field. Um, so, I mean, it's a difficult one. It's difficult to see who to blame. I mean, obviously they've sacked their offensive coordinator, um, and I think. You know some of the play calling um during the second half um was 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 poor uh, one of them which has been mentioned was um uh, the, the the jet sweep end around um which feet, which you know they were using the backup for mike williams at the time mm-hmm. where they they tried it previously in um DeAndre carter when he went off they took on their practice player i think his name was michael bandy he uh, would never mm-hmm. never um never practiced the um, uh, the play in practice with the charges to play that in um, the game, and I don't know if that's on uh, the offensive coordinator or Herbert miscommunication, and then to punt, which obviously resulted in um, a touchdown. Um, I mean, in, in a game like that, I think um, yeah, it's fairly unforgivable. But um, but yeah, they, they couldn't get the the run game working on um, on Saturday. Uh, blocking was poor. I, yeah, I think. The Chargers need to have a a big, long think, I think, in this season because, you know, obviously Sean Payton's available um, and, you know, whether or not Brendan Staley, as much as the reputation he, he had coming into the role, um, mm. something doesn't seem to be clicking. We saw that with, you know, when Joey Bosa came off, smashed his helmet, the coach picked it up and gave it back to him to then throw it back down. <laughs> I'm not sure that's that's the sort of <laughs> The sort of leader I'm gonna that I was the, um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think I unfortunately I had um I had a um uh, a bet at the start of the year on the Chargers winning the Super Bowl. Don't ask me why, but um, I was just convinced because I, I I I really like Justin Herbert, and I think you know um, the so uh, the social quarterback um uh, reputation is gone. I think a, a little bit unfair. I think he is you know. To, He's gonna be there hopefully for the next fifteen years. Um, the new sort of Philip Rivers. Um, yeah, I think he probably just needs a little bit of help, but but yeah, that it can all catch up very quickly with you in the NFL. And um, yeah, now there's question marks over him. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult going into twenty twenty three, I think. For, uh, I think the issue the, I have yeah.
1: with him is the fact that as I said, if the game's on the line doesn't seem to be the guy. Um if not me wrong, i draft him in fantasy tomorrow because I know he's going to get me loads of points every week. Mm. But is he the guy you want? Is he going? To, is he like a Mahomes or a yeah. Josh Allen mm. or even Fred Jalen Hurts who showed it this year? When mm. the game is on the line, they can put the team on their back and carry them forward. And yes, I know he has had game-winning drives, but that was probably the biggest game of his yeah. career. Mm. And
0: he I think do it. I think I think there's definitely going to be a conversation in the offseason about the future for Justin Herbert and commiserations to the LA Chargers but congratulations to the Jacksonville Jaguars moving on into the playoffs. Uh the Dolphins losing to the Bills 31 to 34 a closely contested game Gareth. Um the Bills ran this closer than people imagined with Skylar Thompson yeah. at quarterback and I think they were looked very impressive at times. And they showed why the Dolphins have deservedly been in this position of getting to the, the, the playoffs. But the Bills, they're a powerhouse team. Um, they still look as dangerous as ever, don't they? But they do have a habit of running these closely scored games at the minute. I think with them, I
1: think that they they were with that much of a favourite going into it. Uh, were they like 12-point favourite or something? Yeah, I'm not sure. Which there's never been a 12 point favorite, 10 plus point favorite overturn and win a game in the history of the the playoffs. The how well Miami did did surprise me, and yet when you did how close they ran it with how many drops they had was Mm. just incredible. You think that if some of those drops, like for example, there's one to waddle, which he would make in his sleep usually, Mm. and he just dropped it, you think if they'd have made one or two more of them, this game could have swung the other way. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, to be fair, Miami's defence, despite conceding 34 points, actually had not a bad game. Um, Mm -hmm. They actually were all over the field, um, disrupting the past. Josh Allen, at times, didn't look like the Josh Allen that we all know. Um, But I think that when... The game is on the line. I think Josh Allen's one of those people who will deliver, though. And I think that's where mm. the opposite to him and Justin Herbert is. is mm. If you yes. need a drive to, to win a game, mm. you're going to put money on him doing it. Like, And that's, I think, the difference. And you know if it's a close game, you believe Buffalo will still win it. And I think that's mm. a big thing for a team.
0: I think you're really right, I guess, in saying, like, my... Well, not my theory, but I think it's proven true. Big players make big plays in big games, and the Dolphins players, at times. I mean, I, I thought it could have been really easy, Johnny, for us to wake up on the, uh, wake up Monday morning and it, all over social media be like, Skyler Thompson, this Skyler Thompson, Skyler Thompson was really good in this game. I thought yeah. it was really good, yeah. and it was almost the rest of the team that let him let him yeah. down, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, it it was absolutely. Bad-
0: when you look at his stats as well, which looks really harsh, he was like
1: 18 completions from 45 attempts. That looks horrific. But when you mm. see the amount of them that were mm. dropped, it just isn't so, fair on the poor lad. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, that's just... I'll just have a look at the stats there, think what was his completions like. But well, those stats look horrific, but that was not down to him at all.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, yeah, Waddle, Waddle can get into the game in the first half, the amount of drops he had. Um but, uh, if I was a Dolphins fan and you know the, the game's on the line, last couple of minutes, the score as it is, I'd be absolutely livid by the you know the the I mean the Dolphins flirted with the um the false starts all game and yeah, that also many times cost them the, mm. the opportunity to go and, and win the game. Um I think they had three or four times where um um, yeah, where they had a false start penalty. Um, they they certainly had they certainly
0: had about four to five times where I fought flags thrown, like flag yeah. frame, and, the, and they. Ju- and I, I know that the the it, the stadium clock is uh, yeah. like probably minusculely quick uh slower than the one on our televisions. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and I thought there were just loads of times they could have had that.
2: Absolutely. And and even in even when, you know, they, they you know they ended up using a timeout to mm. you know to stop um to stop the penalty. So at the end of the game they've got no chance to stop the clock. Um it just makes things so much more difficult. So I mean that's just a bit of an inexperience um from might be Daniel the coaching staff but but like, like Gareth said, I, um, yeah, I thought Skylar Compton played fantastic for, you know, a, a rookie QB who was what a six rounder coming in. And I mean, when he played the Jets, he looked pretty, pretty awful. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I had no real expectations. And, you know, he's got a, a nice story about him. Um, I think his dad drove over um, like 200 miles from uh, sorry uh, yeah from where I can't remember whereabouts um, he drove from but yeah the whole sort of narrative around him was was nice and to him to, to have a game like that It would have been brilliant I think um, you know to see get the opportunity to, to potentially win the game but um, but yeah I mean at the start of the game when it was when it's 40 new bills and I, I was just on my laptop doing some work um, not really paying attention and then. Next thing you know, it's um, it's it's all square and the, the the dolphins take the lead. So yeah, he had to put that down and concentrate a little bit. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the dolphins. It's been um, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say it was it's been a successful season. Obviously, back in the playoffs, um, uh, made great progress. You know, at the start of the year. Um, I think there are still you know obviously a lot of question marks over the the quarterback position um, and. Their defence as well, I think, as Gareth said, I thought they played really well, Uh, but there are some, you know, some question marks, Um, but they've got some really young talent as well, which is, which is good. Um, But, um, but yeah, I think now for them, they'll be, they'll be very looking forward to, you know, getting into the off season, making some improvements and um, yeah, seeing where they can go uh, from here
0: apologies I, I saw Mr Let the, uh, some, my cat is fine another cat and I heard her almighty sound so apologies for I, I I got I got where you were going with that moment there so I do apologize um if there was any noise in the background then um so we'll, we'll move on to the Giants Vikings game um upset of the weekend some people may say Johnny um the Giants beat the Vikings 31 to 24 progressing to the next stage it was a while since they've been in the playoffs and it's been a while since they had a playoff win for me, this game had my player of the weekend. I thought there was a player in this game yeah. who was the best player all weekend. And I can uh, imagine we're going to agree on this. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, I'm going to say Daniel Jones was the best player of the weekend.
0: Uh, I thought he was the the best game he's ever yeah. played for the New York yeah. Giants. Fantastic. I
2: would completely agree. I think everything that he did went well, he, you know, making the... Short gains, the the big plays using his feet unbelievably well. Um, I mean, what what a story this guy this guy had. He looks he looks like you know a, a game winning sort of quarterback. You know, obviously question marks over him um, before you know, the start of this season. His future up in the air, whether or not he's going to be the, the long term quarterback. For the Giants, I think they've got no other option. He, um, you know, looks looks really good under, under Brian Dable, Is someone who's completely transformed his game um, in terms of, you know, bringing the Giants into his sort of skill set and, and, and playing that way. He's also transformed Saquon, um, who is great again, um, you know, backing up um, Jones. So, yeah, I mean, th- this, this squad... Um, uh, you know, at the start of the year, I was looking at it thinking this is very sort of mediocre. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen. Um, all of a sudden, looks you know they they have a they have a chat. They, ch- they have a real chance. I think you know they're, they're playing the Eagles. It's going to be a really difficult game, but I think they do have a real chance. They'll make a bit of a game of it. Um, <laughs> don't want to say too much in front of Gareth, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm really 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 looking forward to. It. I, I went into this weekend thinking. Anything could happen. The, the The Vikings, there's been so many question marks on on their defensive play all year, and um, lo and behold, the you know the the um, the Giants, some of the more you know inexperienced um, receivers have, have come into their their own, um, and yeah, Daniel Jones and, and Brian Dable are leading them to um, a really really successful year, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them um, next weekend as well.
0: You have to admit, Gareth, to beat the Vikings, you've got to do two things. Take every opportunity with the points that you can get on the board and stop Justin Jefferson. Now, I know Jefferson definitely got a touchdown because I recall it in the hi- I recall it watching the games. But I felt that Justin Jefferson was very silent for this game. For what Justin Jefferson, when they've needed to win big games, he's come alive and the Giants stopped that. And you have to admit, even as an Eagles fan, but Daniel Jones was the most exciting player to watch this weekend. He was he was phenomenal, I think. Anyway,
1: he was, and he's going to get paid. Like he has to get paid this mm-hmm. this season. Um, there's no doubt to should be in anyone in New York that Daniel Jones is the quarterback for the future for them. Um, he's for me the second best quarterback in the NFC East, obviously behind uh, <laughs> Mr. Hertz, um, but. I think that the one thing that they are being good at against teams like, as you mentioned, the Vikings, who aren't defensively that strong, will be an interesting clash this weekend against Mm. a top defence. Yeah, so now we Mm. had that game where their second, their backups played really well against the Eagles, um, first teamers. But it's a different game when you're playing at the link in a playoff game against... Mm the number one, one of the top pass, the officially the best sack um, defence since the 84 Bears. So that's not a bad start <laughs> to be up against. I think that the the thing that the Cowboys are also very good at is that run. They're very good. At, they need the run and the play action to get their game mm-hmm. going. And against the Vikings, that was they managed to achieve that. And defensively, yeah, they massively stepped up. I like some of their wide receivers who, at the start of the year, didn't really know much about, like Hodges. Um, Hodges, yeah, Zaire Hodgins,
0: Richie James, yeah, yeah,
1: they've, they've all really mm. impressed me this year, particularly mm. when players that I know Slayton's had um, had has been playing well as well. But when they they spent all that money to get Golladay in, and he never really worked out and just whereas some of the, these guys that you hadn't really heard of. Mm-hmm. much of really have stepped up and gone to play really well for them. Um the as I say with the Vikings you've also got to remember that wasn't this a prime time game and mm-hmm. cousins and prime time are two things that don't go hand in hand particularly well. uh not that he had mm-hmm. I don't think it wasn't one of his worst primetime games but you know he just, just doesn't win at prime time does he? Um but for me I think it's the Giants have had a phenomenal year. If it wasn't Doug Peterson, then Dayball is coach of the year. Mm. Um they've both turned these clubs round from being horrific to mm. divisional get game in the divisional games in one season, which is mm. a hell of an achievement for both. Um, they are worth they're doing the best with what they've got there. Mm. Um, as you mentioned their roster isn't elite talent across the board. <clears throat> They had Barkley, who never seemed to be able to finish a season. All that seems to have changed. Barkley now seems to be indestructible. Um, Mm -hmm. Not them jinxing him to get injured this weekend, Um, (laughs) because I wouldn't do that anyway. Um, But you just look at their their team, which on paper isn't amazing, has overachieved this year. And it's a sign of potential good times moving forward for the Giants. Um, Mm -hmm. I know we've had a writer write about on the Franchise Tags website. Please do check it out who has talked about the future of the Giants and how it is potentially good times coming back for, um, but at points, Daniel Jones did look like playoff Eli Manning.
0: Well, literally. I thought better. I thought, better. <laughs> better. Like I, I thought times, I thought the way he was running at times, like I was going to jokingly put it out in our group in the first quarter. Like when did, DeMar- when did Daniel Jones become Lamar Jackson? Because he was running <laughs> with such conviction. <laughs> He was he he, he, he was. wasn't running really like Lamar with the athleticism like Lamar, Lamar does, but he was running like Pat Mahomes. That sort of direction, hungry. I can make the I can make the play, and then when he was in the pocket, it felt like that as well. What will handicap him is that the teams do get better the teams they are competing against will get are going to get better and, and and it will be hard but there is a strong future in new york if they improve in the offseason commiserations to the minnesota vikings they have been a very very exciting team to watch this year and have and have done what i think makes you a good team which is in them close games you've won them and they've, they've made some massively memorable moments this season as well. So it's going to be very exciting to see the Vikings next year. We move on to the Monday night game. or Monday night Tuesday morning game. The Baltimore Ravens losing out to the Cincinnati Bengals. Matchup of the AFC North, 17-24 to 24 to the Bengals. Gareth, uh, your dad's a Bengals fan. I'm sure he was very happy to beat a divisional rival. Um, not the most interesting of games. More like uh, getting their job done. On to the next one, job for the Bengals. It was. It just seemed
1: more of a slog fest for both teams. Mm. Um both teams that I think that it's a very different game as well if you've got Lamar Jackson playing for no disrespect to obviously Tyler Huntley, but he is not Lamar Jackson. Um and I think that doesn't half make a difference. It was one of them where, yeah, okay, and there was only seven points difference, but mm. it was one of them where I didn't stay awake to watch it because a lot of Cincinnati's through. Uh, mm. It was just one of those that automatically was like, since I'm just going to go to bed and watch it the next day. I was surprised it was as close as what it was, but mm. at no point in that game did it look like that the Ravens were going to win. They were always playing, seemed to be playing catch-up or whenever mm. the Bengals needed something, they got something. Um, and that's what you need to do. And sometimes in these wild card rounds, you just need to get through. And then mm. when you get to divisional rounds, then start balling. Um, Mm. and that's what they did. And I have every confidence in the Bengals as a team. I think they are, on paper, the team that no one in the AFC wants to play. Uh, The fact that his record versus Mahomes is ridiculous. Um, Mm. Is it three in a row versus Kansas City now or something like that? Um, And again, I don't think the Bills are particularly going to want to play them because that whole team, when you look at it, is got elite players everywhere. Their mm. biggest weakness always was how many times Burrow got sacked last year. Those numbers are reduced. Don't get me wrong; they've not gone away, but mm. he's not spending. He's not spending seven times a game on his backside. Well, he might he, he might. he might.
0: He might be in the next few games because uh, Jonah, Jonah Williams has gone down with dislocated kneecap. There's been injuries on his offensive line. It is a little bit of a rubber bad luck, isn't run. it? Going into say again. <laughs> He's back on the run. <laughs> yeah, well, he could well be. But Joe Burrow can do that, Johnny, can't he? He oh, can do that. He's, he can. He, the, even though these injuries have been happening to their O line, do you still think Bengals have got a deep playoff run here?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree, agree with with Gareth. Um, I think the Bills will be. Yeah, I think Bills fans will. I mean, yeah, they'll be they'll be nervous going <laughs> again to Bengals because yeah, no one wants to play them in the um, in the AFC. Um I think, you know, their defence shown on um on Sunday, stepped up again at, at the right time. I know they did it um last last year in the playoffs. Um and yeah, I think they were able to sack Hunley, I think, four or five times. Um, you know Giving him no time at all, and when he's a backup quarterback, when he's playing a backup quarterback, that's um, that's the, the the worst thing I think that can happen. I didn't think he played particularly badly, Huntley. I um, mm-hmm. just thought you know, obviously a couple of game um, game changing mistakes, um, the interception in the first half, and the, obviously the fumble, um, which was returned by by Sam Hubbard. So yeah, it, it wasn't a pretty game. Um, the yeah, I think the Bengals will just be really really pleased to just to just get through because there were a couple of points where. You know, people were thinking, right? The Ravens are, you know, they're looking the, the more favourable team to to go through. But Joe Burrow's uh, a match winner. Um it's, Their offense and obviously bunged up a little bit, um, potentially on offensive line, but you know they can they can make plays out of out of nothing. And given how inconsistent the Bills were, I think on on D against the Dolphins, um, you know, obviously. Uh, Elam had a, had a great game, but I, I, I did think at times um, the Dolphins were able to get to the Bills a little bit more than we sort of expected. If that happens against the Bengals, you're talking a little bit of a different story. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be a very, very close game um, this weekend. Um, yeah, what a matchup! It's going to be you know two of the best quarterbacks going up against each other for a place in the FC Championship. What, what more can you want?
0: We've gone from crashing cats to barking dogs. It feels like it's, it's, it's real. Anim- it's a real animal home this week on the Franchise Dogs Podcast. Is that it's coming from your house, it's,
2: it's
1: it's the pug, and I don't know where she is. Uh, she's probably barking <laughs> up in a mirror. Um,
0: but yeah, she she's somewhere about. Oh, yeah, it. Well, I know that's more. that's more than fine. It's okay. We go on to the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What we all regarded was going to be a snooze fest. 31 Cowboys to 14 Buccaneers on Tuesday late night, Gareth. I am going to have to apologize a little bit to the Cowboys nation because I have been pretty, pretty terrible about the Cowboys in the last few weeks. And I've said some bad things. I thought this was a defensive masterclass by them. And I've said that Mike Parsons is just their defense. I thought their defense as a whole played really well against Tampa. I think, and and actually, it was not just defense. There, I thought their whole team played really well. I thought the offense was really good as well. It didn't. It felt like CD was never going to get a sniff, and it was like, well, no, it doesn't matter. And it, 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 it sort of didn't matter. And I was a little bit worried. Lamb, Lamb not getting targets might might change the complexity of the team a little bit. But it, it really didn't. I, I was really actually impressed with the Cowboys in this game. And But at the same time, I would say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a pretty poor day at the office, Gareth.
1: Yeah, they, they, they limp their way into this, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't look the team that they have done. Um, I think there's a lot of... Uncertainty in Tampa Bay. Obviously, no one knows the way Tom Brady was talking after the game as well. It sounds like he's basically was saying he was he was thanking all the press and all the rest of it. It was almost like a goodbye to Tampa. Um Dak looked really good, but Dak will have games where he does look really good. But when yeah. he has a bad one, and it's usually in a big game, and um it's took him seven years to have a second playoff win. Um, mm. which ain't great numbers for the amount of times that Dallas are in the playoffs. I think the, the, the thing with Dallas is, I think that they've got a phenomenal team with a phenomenal roster. Mm. I just don't rate their coaching staff at all. Mm. Um, I think McCarthy would get will get outmatched next game. Um, by Shanahan, I think the Shanahans are much, much better coach and more astute. Um, I think that. McCarthy is just lucky he's got an elite roster on his side because I don't see him as a, that good of a coach. And I think if he'd have lost to Tampa, he would have either lost his job or took a full-time job as Jerry's housemate. Um, <laughs> because that's all he seems to be good for making him that chose and going for beer. Because um, there's no other logical reason why he is as highly regarded by Jerry Jones. Um, mm. I-, I think that Pollard is their lead back? I don't get how Zeke is, but Pollard for me is a, an amazing running back and very, very mm. much underappreciated. Um,
0: and very, very much a free agent at the yeah. minute in the off-season yeah. as well. Yeah,
1: very much. And I think he will be in demand. I don't think... Mm. I think they were hoping he, he wouldn't be and they'll be able to sign him back on a fairly cheap deal. There's no cheap deal going for him now. Mm. Um, he's He's been their lead back this year and they're paying Zeke a lot more money to... Do a lot less, Um, Mm. and their defense. Parsons, yeah, has been brilliant. But then you look, you look at the likes of Lawrence, and they they all stepped up and made Mm. an average Tampa Bay side look what they are average and didn't belong in
0: the playoffs in the first place. Do you Um, agree, Johnny? The the books the books should weren't belonging in the first place.
2: I mean, obviously, you know, with how the NFL works, the the NFC um, South has been possibly the worst division in football um, this year. So, you know, obviously, one of them has to go through. I think, you know, on, on paper they they are better than the Falcons, Panthers, and, and Saints, but yeah, likewise, they've, they've limped into um, limped into the the playoffs, and yeah. Is, this this team has really regressed over the last twelve months, and um, I think at the start of the year a lot of us were still quite high on um, on Tampa, particularly because you know obviously Brady coming back um, gives them that extra sort of edge. They've still got players um, you know all around um, um, the team, but I think a few of them have got found out a little bit this year. Um, they lost a lot of players, and on the secondary they had a bit of injury issues, uh, but they lost like some Jordan Whitehead. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think looking at you know, listening to the press conference that, that Brady gave, it seems pretty obvious that um, he, he won't be there next year. Um, I think this team does need a little bit of the rebuild, um, mm. and you know, so it makes sense um, to move on from Brady. Uh, where he goes now, or what he what he decides to do, is uh, you know, yeah. another another um, another question entirely but um but yeah I'm, I'm pleased for uh the cowboys I think I'm probably like you Freddie probably have given them a little bit of stick this I year. feel a bit bad yeah I mean after after the the defeat to the commanders going in I know obviously it was a, a bit of a dead rubber um but um yeah that looked horrendous and then goes next game to have you know a, a quality game um like that. So, yeah, full credit to him. The tight ends, I thought, were, were really good. Um, mm. Schultz, they could get the players. I think the, the variety of, um, you know, receivers um, that, that that they had um, was really, really, um, you know, good to see. And it's good to see, you know, a plan like that um, work out. But they come up against the 49ers next week. Um, and I think that's, that's uh, yeah, that's that's a completely different obstacle to what the Buccaneers of this Mm. season Um, and yeah as as well as he played uh, yesterday it's going to be really really difficult for them to get something especially you know on the back of what we saw last year with you know the antics there I think um, yeah adds a bit bit of extra spice to the game Um, (laughs) but but no I, I can't see them can't see them following up I'm afraid
0: well, commiserations to the Bucs and congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys. We move on to the divisional round and what a weekend it's going to be this weekend. Saturday at 9.30, the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. On the Sunday, well, Saturday night to Sunday morning, you have the New York Giants going up against the Philadelphia Eagles at the link uh, NFC East matchup which gareth is ecstatic for um sunday night eight o'clock the cincinnati bengals going to the buffalo bills um and then leading on later tonight 11 30 the dallas cowboys going to the san francisco 49ers uh johnny we're going to give you the afc games gareth i'm going to give you the nfc games a quick round of who you think will win that game i'll bounce between the two of you so johnny we'll start with you the jaguars going to the chiefs a real hot matchup the chiefs first time we're seeing them in the playoffs this year Who's going to come out of this the winner?
2: Yeah, I think the Chiefs um, will be, you know, obviously the favourites going into the game, and I think you know they um, they have the you know, the best player in the league in, in Mahomes, uh, and I think they should be able to, uh, you know, arrowhead um, overcome the Jaguars, you know, who are in in great form on the back of a big result. But it's it's difficult to see them going going to to Kansas City and get a result. But um, but you know. Weirder things have happened this year. Um obviously the Bengals last year went went to and obviously in the in the AFC conference game and got a result. Um so don't put anything past them. But um, but yeah, I think this is a a Chiefs victory. And for the um the second AFC game, Bills Bengals. I don't know, I'm I'm very tempted to go risky and and put my neck out and say the Bengals. Um I think mm-hmm. um as much as I've been on the, the Bills bandwagon, I think throughout the season um you know i think they 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 have it all together and their super bowl um ambitions you know I, I, they they obviously you know one of the favorites they have been for the whole year one of the favorites mm-hmm. i just think this bengal's team um in uh, the offensive form that they're in um and now the defense starting to uh, to come good um you know we've had doubts a little bit about allen allen's um in turnover ratio you know obviously mm-hmm going to give some away but I don't know I think they could be quite costly um coming up against the Bengals so I'm going to say Bengals victory in a very close bit of a shootout game um which is yeah which will hopefully be a nice nice watch
0: I, I'm i thinking the Chiefs are going to be beating the Jags. And as much as I do think the Bengals can beat the Bills, I am rooting for the Bills just because I think it would be really sh- a real shame yeah. if this team is that good that we've never seen them go all the way like, to the Super Bowl. I think that's the only reason I would choose the Bills is because I feel like you know Bengals, at least have been to it last year, and the Bills yeah, I feel like, deserve to be going there at some point. You know? And they've
2: got a lovely story as well behind it. I think, you know, obviously yeah, all our thoughts are still with, with Damar Hamlin as he recovers. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the 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 narrative around that and the story around that just makes it extra special. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, rooting, rooting for, for both teams. I'm just looking forward to watching some good football to honest. <laughs> <winners. laughs>
0: and then, Gareth, your opinion, you're going to go with the Giants and the Eagles game, obviously. I think we all know how that's going to go. <laughs> and Then on to the Cowboys yeah. and 49ers game.
1: So, Actually, before we begin, actually, it seems that there's been an announcement on um, Russell Gage. He should be getting released from hospital, um, which is good news after his injury. So, obviously, you wish him a speedy recovery as well. Mm. So, if you look at the Eagles versus the Giants, I think it's going to be the Eagles. I just think in every position, other Mm. than maybe running back, the Eagles are better. Um, Lane Johnson's back. Justin – it's not Justin – Jalen Hurts is back and Mm. medically cleared. I think that every asset, the Eagles are better in every position bar running back. Mm. And the difference is the the Eagles running back doesn't have to be – don't me wrong, Miles Sanders is a really good running back, but they're up against the Giants' defence, which is horrific against the run. I think they were 31st Mm. in the run. And just what a team that's horrific against the run needs, a mobile quarterback that runs all the time. (laughs) Um, Mm. So, And also the Giants' strength is on that run game. And the Eagles' defense, since they've added, since Jordan Davis has come back, and adding two huge pieces to the center of it halfway through the season just to make them stronger, I can't see anyone but the Eagles winning. But but as I say, if Andy was on here right now, I'm sure he'd be saying the opposite of me. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, it'll be an interesting game either way. The Cowboys versus Niners. I think it's Niners Uh, again. Mm -hmm. I think they are better than Dallas in. Every asset facet probably other than quarterback. But as I say, I don't think quarterback is the be-all and end-all. At the 49ers, I think Dallas's defence is very Micah Parsons heavy. And if you neutralise him, which he has been neutralised in a few games this year, that defence doesn't look good at all. Uh, look against mm-hmm. the Eagles when um, Gardner Minshew ripped them apart. And if it wasn't for a few turnovers, the Eagles might, with Gardner Minshew might have beaten them. Um, mm. and any game where he is neutralized, that there is they have nothing else to offer, really. So, I think the AFC Championship game is going to be the one and two seed controversially. You I know who would have thought <laughs> the two best teams in the conference,
0: <laughs> it's not like it's predictable. It's just, you know, a lot of us have called this for a while, I suppose. But there is lots of exciting NFL coming your way from us here at the Franchise Tag Podcast and also off-grid NFL, Johnny. I know you've got some fantastic articles it's been coming out recently. Just like us at the Franchise Tag, we've also got some good articles coming out at the minute. A lot of cross-wires going on here. A lot of things going on in all aspects of the NFL UK. We've had a lot of interviews with XFL players that Gareth has been doing and XFL coaches, which you should definitely make sure you check out because that is coming to you after the Super Bowl into the offseason that's when the XFL and uh, the rest of the American football s type things are happening which will be really good fun so why, why don't you start listening to the stuff now so you've got a bit of a, a knowledge of players and coaches before that all starts in the off season. But until then make sure you like and subscribe to us make sure you care on watching the pod we've got the betting show and the fantasy show coming this week With lots more coming your way on the Franchise Tag Podcast. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you all very soon.